Jewish audio on Chabad.org. The Basics of Hasidus, Chapter 8, Section 8, Lifestyle, Upbeat Living. According to Hasidus, one's attitude and disposition are an integral element of successful divine service. The verse states, Ivdu es Hashem besimcha, serve God with joy. This is understood not only as an encouragement to celebrate the opportunity that serving God offers, but as a vital component to one's success in doing so. As explained above, Avodah Hashem is a constant effort. The struggle of the two souls never truly abates. The mission is for the godly soul to maintain an edge over the Nefesh HaBahamas's animalistic urges. The primary focus is that every thought, spoken word and action should be in accordance with God's wishes. The Nefesh HaLikis has some advantage. It has God on its side and the mind is naturally conditioned to control the heart. At least in terms of strength, the godly soul has a fair chance of winning. Tanya, however, points out that in wrestling, the stronger one doesn't always win. The mood and morale of the wrestlers is also vital. The Alter Rebbe writes, This must be made known as a cardinal principle. Just as it is with a victory over a physical opponent, for instance, Two people who wrestle with each other, each striving to fell the other, if one of them is sluggish and lethargic, they will easily be defeated, even if they are stronger than the other. Exactly so in the fight against one's negative impulses. This inner opponent cannot be conquered with sluggishness and lethargy, caused by sadness and a stone-like dullness of the heart. Instead, one can only succeed with enthusiasm, which results from joy and a responsive heart that is free of any trace of worry and sadness. Only an upbeat, positive attitude allows for one's inner strength to be exercised. We can only gain consistent wins for the godly soul if we make joy our norm. This guiding principle empowers us to overcome negative emotions. With the success of our soul's mission on the line, how can we not implement all means possible to achieve proper simcha in serving God? As discussed previously, serving God with joy is also one of the hallmarks of Hasidus. Importantly, because Avedas Hashem is a constant obligation, a person is to constantly be happy. Hasidus discusses numerous ways by which a person can achieve a joyous approach to life. By and large, they all relate somehow to closeness to God and the celebration of the opportunity to serve Him. By human nature, one rejoices when they feel that they receive something that they didn't have before, especially when it is somewhat beyond what could be expected for them. The greater the gift, the greater the joy. Therefore, 
when one thinks about the fact that as created beings we are all defined by our limitations, while God is truly infinite, serving God becomes the greatest joy. By fulfilling Torah and mitzvahs, we connect with the Creator, something that no created being could possibly reach independently. Being that this is the greatest gift one will ever receive in life, it can therefore bring about the greatest joy. When mitzvahs don't come easy. Before the giving of the Torah at Sinai, the Jewish people proclaimed, Na'aseh v'nishma. We will do first and understand second. This proclamation defines our intrinsic quality of obeying God's commands before understanding them. This correlates to our early discussion that the first step of all Avodah is Kabbalah's oil, accepting of the yoke of heaven. This bitl is a prerequisite of Avodah. One cannot expect to be able to fully appreciate the value of serving God before one actually engages in it fully and wholeheartedly. Therefore, the first step is a sort of leap of faith. One does what is right just because this is what God wants from them. Without making ulterior calculations, the person is to accept the yoke of heaven and submit oneself to fulfilling God's will. However, This terminology requires some explanation. A yoke is a restrictive device used to harness an animal. How does this appropriately apply to people involved in serving God? Furthermore, as was just mentioned, Aveda Sashem is meant to be with joy, something this analogy of a yoke doesn't bring to mind. Surely this theme of accepting the yoke seems more oppressive than joyful. The explanation. The typical use of a yoke is for agricultural purposes. The farmer will affix a yoke upon an ox in order to utilize the ox's strength to work the soil. The animal's power can can accomplish a whole lot, but only when it is channeled and guided in the right direction. Otherwise, rather than being productive, the unrestrained ox can cause more destruction than good. Similarly, in the human composite of a godly soul and an animalistic soul, the animalistic soul is compared to an ox. It's very powerful, and if left to its own devices, can be hugely destructive. It needs to accept a yoke of obedience, which channels it to work in tandem with the godly soul. Together, they can achieve their purpose in creation. This yoke is not oppressive, as it is unifying. Rather than burdening the person, it causes harmony and true inner peace. By directing the inner animal towards productive and godly pursuits, one's quality of life is only enhanced. In the moment it may seem burdensome, but such is life. Our greatest opportunities often lie behind the heaviest struggles. The momentary sense of restriction is only a transitory step in discovering one's true self. Attitudes. 
Without oversimplifying the nuances of life, there are several things which Hasidus highlights as important to Avedas Hashem. Below is a brief sampling of a few core ideas. Living God-centered. As explained above, the focus of Aved is not reward, even that of a spiritual nature. Instead, the ultimate quest is an attachment to God alone, and the fulfillment of the purpose of one's soul descent. Hasidus teaches that a person is not to indulge in the pleasures and vanities of this world for their own sake, but rather take the world and transform it into a vehicle for the divine. Acting out of full dedication to God, a chassid seeks to perform mitzvahs with full adherence to Shulchan Aruch, and even goes beyond the letter of the law to perform mitzvahs in the most beautiful manner possible. Additionally, the clarity that Avodah is not for one's personal benefit but solely to serve God enables the person to put their own advancement aside for the sake of others. Just as one does not feel like they are extending themselves when tending to their own needs, so too caring for another can be with the same natural imperativeness. Serving God is not about calculating personal gain. Instead, it is about fulfilling what one is needed for. Never being satisfied. The correct perspective on life is that a person should be content with the material things that they have, but should continuously strive higher for greater spiritual accomplishments. In material matters, one who is satisfied with their lot is an individual of the highest quality. A person possessing this trait will, through Avoida, attain the highest levels. In spiritual matters, however, to be satisfied with one's lot is the worst deficiency and leads, God forbid, to descent and falling. Emphasize the positive. There is a verse in Tehillim, turn away from evil and do good, describing the two-pronged approach in Avodah. In general, the approach of Hasidus is to emphasize the do good as a little light will push away much darkness. Self-perception. One is to recognize their virtues and strengths alongside their shortcomings. Most often, thoughts of self-doubt originate from the Sahara in its effort to deflate our morale. Likewise, when a person feels dejection because their Aveda is lacking in sincerity and panimius, this too is typically resulting from the side of negativity. We are tasked with fulfilling our godly mission, and we can be confident that we will be successful. Each and every individual must know that their efforts matter to God and never should we allow for the cunning Yetzahara to get in our way. Never too far gone. Hasidus and Hasidic living internalizes the message of Pesach Sheni that it's never too late. One can always correct and make amends. Hashgacha Pratis. Another foundation of Hasidic life is that everything one sees and hears is, by Hashgacha Pratis, by divine providence, and it is to be interpreted as an instruction in Avedus Hashem. The Baal Shem Tov taught that creation is an ongoing process of God pumping divine creative energy 
into the creation, constantly bringing everything forth in the manner known as something from nothing. The Avodah of a Chosid is to sense God's creative input by recognizing the Hashkocha Pratis in everything. It therefore follows that if something comes a person's way, it must, by Hashkocha Pratis, be for the purpose of serving God. This is the meaning of the teaching of our sages. Every person is obligated to say, the world was created for me. Insightfully, the Hebrew word for world is olam, etymologically rooted in the word helem, meaning concealment. In this light, our sages' statements can be understood to mean that the entire world and concealment was created in order for a person to reveal godliness within the concealment. If some task or challenge has been presented, the presentation alone is the greatest proof that it is to be refined, elevated, and used for the purpose of a mitzvah.